0: There are 10 people living in our house these days. In the upstairs, it's just the two of us. The house is long enough and big enough we can lose each other when we are at opposite ends of the house, and sometimes we do that on purpose, I have to say. My son, his wife, and their six kids all live downstairs in a finished-off walk-out basement apartment. While we all like to think we are living in separate dwellings, there's only 13 steps with doors closed at each end that separate our households. We all do what we can to respect each other's space and privacy as best we can to maintain separate households. And for the most part, it's worked well with whoever has lived downstairs over the past 10 or 12 years. We also have kind of separated the outdoor space somewhat so that each family can have their space for activities and outdoor things like swings and grills and stuff like that. They use the backyard out to the cornfield, and we use all the front yard down to the dirt road. The side of the yard is everyone's land. It has the garden, the pump, and some more big space for um, people to get together and gather, and there's a fire pit nearby for when we have family and friends together for a bonfire. And it's also where our chicken coop is and their duck pen and pond set. So oftentimes we do meet, in the side yard while we're doing stuff outside and it's a chance to kind of just get caught up on stuff because we can go days without seeing the adults in their house. While we all try and respect each other's space there's still 10 people living under one roof and it can be quite noticeable for all of us at times. We aren't the quietest people upstairs we're walking across hardwood floors and flushing toilets and running the dishwasher or washing machine or dry or at all hours of the day or night, and yelling from room to room when someone doesn't have their hearing aids on. I'm sure our noise can outdo the downstairs noise by quite a bit. But, you know, there's six kids that live down there, um, ages 5 to 16, and the two people parenting them. So just by being outnumbered 4 to 1, the noise level is there too. But it's the kind of noise that is welcomed here at our house. It's the sound of kids out in the backyard running and chasing each other while they're playing soccer. It's the low, quiet conversation while they're plotting and planning an adventure in the woods. It's even the squeaking back-and-forth rhythm from the swing set when someone is on it pumping their legs as fast and hard as they can so they can reach the sky. It's the sound of a mom teaching a five-year-old how to read while sitting in the sun beneath the upstairs kitchen window. It's the excited, happy yell throughout the house from everyone, that dad's home. It brings me back to all those years of raising our own kids and the constant chatter and noise, and I never tire from it. But back to those 13 steps inside the house that separate our households. Several times a day, I'll hear the door downstairs open, the running up the steps and the little knock on the door at the top of the steps. There'll be one or two of the grandkids or sometimes even more of them. And they're usually just stopping by to borrow something or return something that they did borrow. A lot of times, though, it's just to say, hey, grandma, what are you doing? And I always will stop whatever I am doing and visit with whoever wandered upstairs. I treasure those moments to get to know each one of my grandkids as an individual. Lots of times I'll pull up a chair at the kitchen table or a stool at the counter and figure out a snack or lunch or just a glass of juice so we can sit and visit. With the age range from 5 to 16 living here, I'm always amazed at the different levels of conversation we can have. It can go from talk about boogers from the 5-year-old all the way up to um, political things from the 15 and 16-year-old. So it, it's quite a variety and we have a good time just kind of figuring out our world together. When our daughter and son in law and their eight kids were living here a few years ago, it was the same thing. The best memory was every evening about six thirty, the nine year old grandson would stop by just to say hi for a few minutes. We teased him and said he was doing his welfare check on his elderly grandparents. Well, from then on, he would tell his parents that he was going upstairs to do his farewell check on us out of the mouths of babes. With 15 grandkids all in all, it's hard to have separate time with each one of them. But we always try to take them aside one at a time and just see what's happening in each of their lives. I'm always so amazed at each one of them and how they're growing up into these great people. It makes me so proud of them and their parents for doing a great job raising them. Last week, the downstairs family decided to take a two-week trip, and I am currently home alone throughout the days, at least Monday through Friday. The house is incredibly quiet. It's kind of eerie, and there's no outside voices, no squeaky swing, no one doing their schoolwork underneath the kitchen window. There isn't even the yelling that Dad's home. It's just too quiet around here being home alone. I can even hear each clock in the room ticking as I sit here. I've survived one week of an empty house with one week to go before they get home and the chatter resumes. But fortunately, the evening still involved the shouting back and forth across the house to the man who took his hearing aids out. After an intensely silent day at home, I kind of welcome the stomping my foot loudly until the floor vibrates and then shouting at him across the house. I guess I'll just let him keep taking his hearing aids out, at least for this week. At least until I'm no longer home alone. You've been listening to the podcast of Solid Rock, Minnesota. We're honored and happy you've taken the time from your busy day to give us a listen. If you've enjoyed spending a few minutes with us, please tell your family and friends to stop by and check us out. Feel free to leave a comment here and subscribe to the Solid Rock, Minnesota podcast. You can also stop by and visit our website at www.solidrockminnesota.com. And don't forget about our Minnesota postcard campaign. When we receive your message and address, we'll send you an official authentic Minnesota postcard personally addressed to you from Solid Rock, Minnesota. It's just a chance for us to connect on a personal level with each one of you that's been listening to our podcast this year. There's absolutely no strings attached We'll not send any solicitation or requests for donations, or we won't even keep your address if you don't want to stay in touch with us. You decide what you want to do. We will just send you a Minnesota postcard with a USA stamp and delete your address. We are trying to hear from our listeners around the world. Just message us here or on the Solid Rock Minnesota website at www.solidrockminnesota.com. Until next time, may you be surrounded with life, laughter, family, and friends, people that truly know you. Many blessings, everyone.